Hello everybody, my name is Anne Teato and welcome to episode 70 of the Psychic Matters podcast. 70 is such a great number and we have just had over 71,000 downloads which is absolutely amazing and I've got some brilliant news for you. We made the final slate for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Yay! Thank you so much to each one of you who took the time to vote. I really, really appreciate you doing that. And it's really, really exciting because it means that we are now one of the 10 nominees who made the final in the religion and spirituality category. What happens next is is that the Podcast Awards Committee will invite journalists, podcast thought leaders, legacy podcasters, sponsors and individuals of the committee's choosing to independently review and vote to determine a winner in each category. So fingers crossed it will be us this year and the winners will be announced during a live broadcast on International Podcast Day, which is September 30 at 6pm PST. That's going to be about two o'clock in the morning for me. So I'll be staying up late that night, I can tell you. So thank you once again to everyone who voted. I'm absolutely delighted to be in the final slate of 10 nominees for the second year in a row. It's a massive, massive achievement. Obviously could not be done without you, the listener. Thank you. Now, just before we begin this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about a couple of courses I'm holding. One is a mentorship in remote viewing. So if you've always wanted to travel through time and space to view targets and pick up information, this is most definitely the course for you. All details are on my website and you're more than welcome to join those who have already booked on from all around the world. It's a six month mentorship program with me and I will take you through various methodologies for gathering information psychically. It's going to be very, very exciting. Do join me for that. And secondly, I have another course for you, how to record and voice your own audio tracks. I was thinking, gosh, you know, there's lots of us out there who would love to perhaps make a passive income making our own audio tracks. Or maybe we don't even want to make a passive income. Maybe we just want to be able to give a present to somebody for Christmas. Here's a beautiful meditation I wrote and recorded for you. Or here's a beautiful healing track that I created for you. Or maybe you've got someone who is suffering from pain in some way and you want to make them a pain management audio track or maybe you want to make your own meditations for classes that you teach or people that you know or your children maybe you want to make things for your kids whatever it is I've got a course it's two days and I will take you through every step of how to record and produce your own audio tracks it's a very very simple much simpler than you might think and I remember when I first wanted to make some audio tracks I went all over the place trying to find somebody who would teach me how to just edit something simply. And I was coming across the problem of asking friends or people I knew who were sound engineers. And they were so, um, what would I say, 
pure about the way they work as they should be because they're sound engineers. But it became so complicated for me. I didn't need to know all the bells and whistles and bits and bobs. I just got lost in it all. I couldn't do it. (laughs) So I've created a course for you. If I can do it, you can do it, I guarantee. So do come along. It's a two-day course on October the 12th and October the 13th. It's all online. If you can't actually attend in person yourself, you could purchase the course and learn in your own time. It's one of those courses that because you can watch on Zoom, you can watch the download. And so you could learn in your own time. So you're more than welcome to do that if you want to, if you can't actually make the two days. Uh, But I'm going to be teaching you how to create pictures in the mind of the listener, because it's very, very important that we understand the medium of radio first. So we're actually going to be looking at radio drama and what makes radio so picturesque and so beautiful in the mind of the listener. Audio is one of the most flexible places to tell stories because you can go anywhere, make anything, build any universe that you want to, and you can do it with sound effects. And I'm going to show you how to source those sound effects. I'm going to teach you how to write for sound, and I'm going to show you how to write a meditation track as well, so that you can engage your listeners' emotions and keep your audience spellbound. So do come and join me for that two-day course, 12th and 13th of October, and all the details are over on my website, anteato.com, A-N-N-T-H-E-A-T-O.com. And now for this week's podcast episode, how do we attune to the spirit world? If you are a long-term listener of this podcast, you will know that I often mention a gentleman by the name of J. Arthur Findlay. And Arthur Findlay was a prominent British spiritualist who wrote extensively on many, many topics, finance, economics, and especially psychic subjects. And he gifted his family home, Stansted Hall, to the Spiritualists National Union. He wrote a book in 1931 called On the Edge of the Etheric. You know, I highly, highly recommend that you read that book. It's absolutely fascinating. And in that book, Arthur Findlay refers to those that we call dead living on in a duplicate etheric body. And he explains that the etheric world is part of this world. It's all about us. It's a material that is too fine for our normal senses to appreciate. And he says that we are already an etheric being. We don't become one. We simply shed our human body like an overcoat. And he's got this wonderful quote in this book. And he says, we are etheric beings clothed in a physical body. And death only means a separation of this etheric body from the physical covering. The etheric body is the real and enduring body, an exact duplicate of its counterpart. And I absolutely love that quote because when we're working as mediums, what we're doing is becoming very, very aware of ourselves, first of all, as a soul being, really feeling into the power and magnificence of our own soul. 
and we see the counterpart in our recipients. So when we're working in a one-to-one or whether we're working on the platform, we're working with the soul of our recipient too. And then we're lifting our vibration up to those who dwell in the spirit realm. And they are lowering their vibration so that they can speak to us. And that is how mediumship works. It is from spirit, through spirit, to spirit. Now, what does that mean? It means from spirit communicator, through spirit, which is the medium, to spirit, which is the counterpart of the spirit form in our recipient. So it's a form of telepathy that we are working with here. Mediumship is a form of telepathic communication from the mind of the communicating spirit to the mind of the medium and conveyed to the recipient. The medium can only provide the evidence that's given by the communicator and then the recipient will decide if that constitutes proof of survival after physical death for them. So a medium's job is not to provide proof of eternal life. We just provide the evidence that is given to us by the spirit communicator and we offer it to our recipient. Then it's up to them to decide whether that is proof enough for them that we truly are in communication with a consciousness of their loved one in the spirit realm. There are two types of mediumship. There is mental mediumship and there is physical mediumship. Mental mediumship is only experienced by the medium through their own perceptions. Physical mediumship is the manipulation of energies and energy systems by the spirit communicator. And this type of mediumship involves manifestations, things like loud raps or bangs or noises, voices or materialized objects, things that we call aports that suddenly appear, or transfiguration perhaps where spirit can really put their face uh, and allow it to appear in front of the medium's face. Perhaps physical mediumship can also be expressed through materialized spirit bodies or body parts. Sometimes you just see a hand or a leg or a foot belonging to the spirit person. So that's what physical mediumship is. But physical mediumship is witnessed by everyone present, regardless of whether or not they consider themselves psychic. So be clear that physical mediumship is quite rare. Uh, it's quite rare because we don't practice it so much today. We very much practice mental mediumship in this modern day. There are people who are, of course, practicing physical mediumship out there. Uh, but a lot of the mediumship that you will see today is mental mediumship. And that is a form of telepathy that is experienced by the medium through their own perceptions. So why? What is the purpose of mediumship? Well, the purpose is to give evidence of the survival of consciousness after the physical body 
dies. And it can bring a lot of comfort to the bereaved and it can bring a lot of upliftment to those who are receiving communications and to those who are listening to other people receive communications as well. So let's get to the point of this podcast, which is attunement. How do we attune to the spirit world? How do we tune in to the vibration of spirit, to the frequency? It's a bit like if you can imagine the radio, the radio, there are radio shows being broadcast all over the world at the moment. Even if you're far out at sea, you can pick up the world service if you've got a radio. Radio waves are all around us all the time. Now, in order to tune into them, we need a transmitter. And so we, we tune in by tuning in the radio dial and hitting the right frequency. And then we can listen to the radio waves and the signals. And then it's translated into the spoken word. So if you look at attunement, what we're trying to do as mediums is attune ourselves so that we can really listen to, hear and comprehend the signals that are coming from the spirit world. And attunement, to attune with something, means to harmonize your mind with or become in rapport with something or someone. And a medium needs to attune very much to the different vibrations of those in the spirit world. Because life in the spirit realms is very, very different to the life that we live here in the physical world. So mediums need to be able to, so we can't just switch ourselves on like a radio and suddenly think, okay, we're just working now, we can hear spirit world. (laughs) We have to do something, we have to go through a process by which we can make that required connection so that communication can take place between this world and the spirit world. The eternal part of us, the soul part of us, that which is our etheric body, that soul part of us, the eternal us, has what we call a an energy which is quickened. And the physical world, while we're here, is a very solid, physical, heavy dimension. The spirit realms have a very much... Well, it's not very good English, is it? But they have a finer frequency, a finer vibration, very much more refined dimension over there. And so as mediums, we have to make an intention to focus on that eternal part of us, the eternal soul, in order to attune to that part of us, that soul of us. And then we can become in rapport with those in the spirit world. There was a wonderful, wonderful spirit communicator called Silver Birch. Spirit communicator means somebody who resided in the spirit world and worked through a wonderful medium called Maurice Barbanel. And Silver Birch was asked one day how he and his medium attuned together. And the answer that came back from the spirit communicator, Silver Birch, was our medium quickens his vibration and we slacken ours. So that was the explanation directly from the spirit world as to how this process actually works. Attunement is very, very different to meditation. Meditation is 
excellent for us. It helps us quieten the conscious mind and helps us stop the everyday thoughts that keep coming and coming and dictating the world and narrating the world to us. Meditation can be wonderful. It can still that conscious mind. But attunement, sitting in the power is very, very different. Sitting in the power of your own soul will allow you to experience your own magnificence as a soul being. So meditation is the means of finding a stillness within our mind. Mediumship asks of the medium to alter their level of consciousness. And it's very, very necessary for us as mediums to move our mind into an altered state. That way, the spirit communicator can blend with us and impress images upon the mind of the medium and therefore communicate with us in that way. Sitting in the power is what we call the practice of attunement. It's vital if you are a medium and you are in development. It will enable you to really feel the power of your own soul. Once you know what it feels like to sit in the power of your own soul, you're able to then blend with the spirit communicator. I just want to mention at this point an incredible medium called Harry Edwards and he was not only an incredible medium but he was a I would say an inspirational healing medium as well. There are some wonderful clips of him working on YouTube. Definitely, definitely look those up. I'll try and put the clip that I've watched recently in the show notes for this episode. Harry Edwards spoke of something he called the mirror of the mind. And he spoke about how consciousness is like a mirror. And onto the mirror of consciousness is projected all our physical thoughts, our sensations, the pain that we feel, our experiences, etc., etc. So we're going about our business and we're walking through life and our eyes are receiving information which we're bringing back to the conscious mind and our ears and all our senses are bringing back those uh, information to the conscious mind and they're transmitted along the nervous system to the brain and translated into recognizable experiences which are then projected onto the mirror of consciousness. So Harry Edwards said we also possess a spirit mind and the spirit mind is concerned with receiving impressions and experiences and pictures, feelings, etc., things like that from a spirit communicator. And the mirror of the mind is able to receive the spirit experiences when the mirror is unoccupied by the physical ones. Consciousness is able to hold two distinct sets of thought impressions at the same time. So us as mediums developing our mediumship, we must learn how to clear physical thought so that we can allow the mind to receive thoughts from the spirit world, impressions from the spirit world. And we receive these thoughts from the spirit world using our extrasensory faculties, our clair senses, if you like. So these are the non-physical part of our everyday senses, sight, sound, smell, taste, feeling, etc, uh, etc. Et so 
If you're using your clairsenses, your clairvoyance, that means clear vision. Let me give you a very quick rundown on the clairsenses. So you've got clairvoyance, it's clear vision. It means that images are impressed upon the mind of the medium by the thoughts of the communicating spirit. Clairsentience, it means clear feeling, and it's the ability to feel the presence of or become aware of spirit communicators and their emotional feelings. Clear audience, that means clear hearing. So we have this ability to become audibly aware of the words or sentences of a spirit communicator. Clear olfactriance, clear sense of smell. It's the ability to smell aromas produced by the spirit presence and impressed upon the mind of the medium. So we don't actually smell it in the physical world. We we remember the smell of it in our mind. So if I was to say to you now, smell lemon, you can imagine smelling lemon or, um, or you can imagine tasting lemon, but you're not physically smelling it or physically tasting it it's impressed upon your mind so that's that's how the spirit world would work with us clear gustance clear sense of taste and it's the ability to taste flavors produced by the spirit presence again impressed upon the medium's own sense of taste and as i've just explained not in the physical it's it's our memory of taste impressed upon the mind and then there's clear cognizance which is our clear sense of knowing it's our ability to become spontaneously aware that we just know something without manifesting it through our other five faculties so mediums use a combination of one two three four or all of these when they're providing evidence for their recipient so to sum up then how do we attune to the spirit world We still our conscious mind. Meditation, very useful for that. But meditation is not mediumship. Meditation is a practice where we can still our conscious thought. And to attune to the spirit world, we do what we call sitting in the power because we begin to attune to, become in harmony with the power of our own soul. And then we can feel the presence of the spirit communicator as they make themselves known to us. I used to say as a spirit communicator comes close, but I really do feel it is not that at all. I really feel that it is just us becoming more and more aware and tuning in like we do the radio. We listen to the radio. We don't see the radio looming close to us, do we? <laughs> the radio waves. We just tune in and we can hear it. If we tune in on the right instrument, we can just hear it. It's there all the time. It's always there. So that's what attunement is. The spirit world, they're always there. They're always around us. And it's up to us whether you are training to be a medium or whether you are somebody who's been bereaved and you're looking to have that contact with somebody from the spirit world or if you're just somebody with a curiosity about this topic the spirit world are always there we just have to attune well i really hope you enjoyed that episode if you'd like to pick up the show notes along with any of the urls or references mentioned in the episode along with a full transcript of course please visit my website 
anteato.com, A-N-N-T-H-E-A-T-O.com and go to the podcast tab, click on the podcast page. Thank you for bearing with me with a little bit of traffic noise in the background today. I seem to be recording this during the school run time, so there's a lot of cars going by the window, but um, hopefully it won't put you off too much while you're listening. (laughs) Well, you've got through it now anyway, so well done. (laughs) And um, yeah, so if anybody's interested in coming on my remote viewing course, Travelling Through Time and Space, do go to my website. It's under events and courses, or perhaps you're interested in making some audio tracks with me. I'll teach you how to do it step by step. Simple, simple, simple. And you know what? It's an awful lot of fun and they make fabulous gifts. I mean, even if you've got somebody in hospital or somebody going through a treatment, you could read them a story. You could make a special track for them. You could make a track of your family talking to each other and keep it for posterity. So you recording all the voices of people and edit them down and have them as a little family keepsake. I mean, there's so much you can do once you know how to how to do this very simple process. So you're all very welcome to come and join me in October and details on that course are over on my website. For now, I want to wish you all a wonderful couple of weeks. I've got some fabulous guests lined up for the podcast, so I'm very much looking forward to bringing those episodes to you. Have a wonderful couple of weeks, everybody. Once again, my name is Anne Teato, and thank you for listening to Psychic Matters 